Hey, and welcome to the Spell Strong Podcast. So happy you're here and listening today. I'm your host, Crystal. This is a place where military spouses can find practical resources and solutions to help them bounce back in life challenges through resilience training, boundary setting, pursuing purpose beyond being a military spouse, and healing through exercising mindfulness. I hope that this episode inspires you, empowers you, and equips you today. And also, I hope it blesses you in some way. So go ahead and grab a cup of coffee and let's get to work, my friend. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump with two feet in. However, I want to ask you a favor. Could you go ahead before we start or maybe after you listen to this episode, can you go ahead and write a review so that this podcast can be kind of shown to everybody else and be able to um, possibly bless somebody else too. If you could just do that, I would really appreciate it. And I want to thank those who have who've had made a review or are going to make a review. It's because of you that this podcast gets seen. So I want to thank you so much for that. All right. So let's go ahead and jump right into finding time to prayer. And I asked you a question in the beginning. If you felt like you just didn't have enough time in the day to, to pray, or maybe you do pray, but you don't have enough time to actually have an intimate prayer, praying with God. And so I kind of want to talk about three things that we're probably telling ourselves. We just don't have enough time, especially as the stay at home moms who are military spouses. We tell ourselves, I just don't have enough time for that. And there's like, I've been there. I used to have babies. So my babies used to be small and I get it. There was times that I felt like I was exhausted and I just could not get the energy just to do what I needed to do. And I'm telling you, mama, right now, I was where you were at and I see you and I hear you and I get it. Sometimes we just don't have the energy to do a lot, right? Especially when our babies are young and especially if you're a breastfed mama, it's really, really hard. Like getting enough sleep, you know, it could be very exhausting. And so that's my number one. We, we pretty much tell ourselves, well, the baby kept me up all night and I just don't have energy or the brain cells to pray, right? Like we tell her, we tell ourselves, I just don't have enough brain cells right now. Like I am not 100% myself and that's okay like I want you to know that I see you and I hear you and I have been there and believe me it can be exhausting right like you just feel so exhausted so energy is our number one thing that we kind of tell ourselves like I am just depleted with my energy I just can't do this today so I'm gonna help you out with um, how you can find little, like implement little things into your day to kind of help you with that um, as far as prayer goes. So number two, we have too many obligations and can't make room for for that. We can't make room for that, right? Um, I've had a hard time 
saying no to things. Oh my goodness. This was a big one thing for me, especially when my kids were like doing, my kids still do sports, but like my kids were doing sports all the time. My son was playing basketball. We would go from basketball season. So we would start with basketball season into soccer season. And then my middle kid wanted to do baseball. So we went from, we literally went from um, basketball season, soccer season to baseball. And it became very, very time constraining. However, I did, I did make time for God. Um, and I did pray a lot, you know, during those times I did pray here and there, but it wasn't like, you know, oh, I was having like my hour or my 30 minutes. And I'm not saying there's like a length of time when you should be praying. I'm saying that you could do a little bit here and a little bit there and it's okay, right? However, sometimes when you have too many obligations, it could be very overwhelming for us. Um, if you volunteer or like you you work, you might work from home or you might work outside the home and you feel like you just don't have enough time because you got to come home, you got to cook dinner, you got to do this, you got to do that. And you just feel so obligated. I remember when I was going to college, I was working part, I was actually working full time. So I was in college, I was working full time and I had a toddler. I had my son, my, my son was only two and I had help. Yes, I did. I had help. I had a lot of help. Um, but then when we moved, my husband got into the military and we moved, I didn't have a lot of help. And so I had to quit my job because we moved because we moved from after he was done with, you know, MOS school, you know, we moved to wherever his, he was going to be stationed. And so like, I literally had nobody to help me out. And I was young. I had a two-year-old, you know, um, a year and a half later, I got pregnant. Actually, it was after my husband deployed the first time and he, or second, first time, first time he came home and I got pregnant. And so I started to see that I wasn't making time for certain things, right? Like I started making more obligations to my school. So I was in school, but I also was a stay at home mom. And then I started working a little bit of part time. And then I had to, I quit because I just didn't, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I was being the ultimate mom that I needed to be. And, um, so yeah, like I had made so many obligations that I kind of put praying on the back burner. And I think sometimes we do that. Like sometimes we just kind of like put it on the back burner because we know that that's just like the last resort, right? Like, well, if my day's going bad, I could just use it. It's like, like we talked about, like I talk about in, um, in the first introduction to this whole entire series I talked about, and you can go back and like listen to it, but I talked about the myths of prayer. And one of the myths of the prayer is like, it's just one of your get out of free jail cards. And so I think sometimes when we have too many obligations and we're not able to say no, we try to like present our um, 
get out a free jail card. And so we use prayer in those moments, right? Um, number three, this was a big one. So, <laughs> and I wrote this down because this is how I was feeling for a very, very long time. Like I was feeling like this. I was feeling like this for a couple years, especially when my babies were younger. And then when they started going to school, it got even worse. Like I was telling myself I would rather sleep, watch TV or literally run away. I would, I would run away and like, especially when they were little, I would literally run away and lock my door. Although my oldest son, when he was a toddler, he figured out how to open it. Yeah. He is a very smart kid, <laughs> but our priorities, right? Like our priorities are like out of whack sometimes. Um, so there's three, those three things that we're probably telling ourselves is energy, obligations, and priorities. Um, but I feel like the real issue is discipline, right? So we're going to kind of talk about discipline. We've, we've established the fact that, you know, we all have excuses, right? We have like, and there's things that we tell ourselves, well, I don't have enough energy. Oh, I have too many obligations. I don't have time for that. Or we say, well, I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to prioritize praying with God. Like, I don't want to do that. And so those are kind of like three things that I felt that I was struggling with and still kind of struggle with till today. Um, I don't struggle with it as much because I'm constantly in the word and I'm constantly praying and I'm constantly having this beautiful relationship with God. And, and, and I think that that's what prayer is really about is having this beautiful relationship like this. You have this landline to him. You know what I mean? Like you have a landline to God, like you have a direct line to communicate with him. And I think that's so beautiful. And so I think once I realized that I was like, yeah, game on. Right. <laughs> I was like, game on, let's do this. Um, but I felt like my real issue, and this is probably, maybe this resonates with you, but I feel like it's more about finding discipline and I'm not talking about, um, I'm not talking about self-control because self-control and self-discipline or self-control and discipline are two different, two different things. Um, so I feel like if you can figure out your type of level of discipline, because there's many levels of discipline, right? It just really depends on your circumstances that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. So um, some people need more discipline to implement prayer more in their life um, than, than most people, maybe. Maybe you're in that category where you don't have as much discipline as I do, or maybe your person next to you, or, you know, the person across the, the world, you, you know, like you might not have the same discipline as everybody else. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. You, you're not perfect. We're not all perfect. We're here to learn. We're here to truly be able to implement prayer so that we can have that landline connection with God. 
And so I want to kind of go into the difference between self-discipline and some of the types of discipline. And then I want to kind of ask you a question of where you're at in your life. And so I want to talk about the different types of discipline. And I, I actually want to do another episode, another series on discipline all together because I think discipline is a big huge issue for a lot of people especially when it comes to reading the Bible and praying and having this relationship with God I think discipline but I'm not going to go as deep today I just want to touch on some different types of discipline so and kind of like Maybe I'll do another episode on discipline if you guys want me to. Um, definitely if you do, you could totally just email me and say, hey, can you do a podcast on or a series on discipline? Because that might be a place, that might be an area in your life that you really need help with. Because um, I know for myself, discipline is still kind of hard to this day, you know. Um, but it's such a broad concept. Um and it can be acted out or exercised, you know. Um, but it's also good. It's a good way to help you classify the ability, th these abilities. Like, are you able to have this self-discipline or discipline um, depending on where you're at in your life? Uh, you might have little kids at home. So discipline might look different than maybe someone who has kids that are gone and off to college, you know, so those are different, depending on the certain points of your life, you'll have certain in areas of your life, you'll have certain levels of discipline. Um, and I'm telling you, it is really easy to really, it's easy to just slack off um, and postpone what you're doing. And I, I believe I read somewhere and I, I've been reading the I've been reading certain self develop self-improvement books and stuff like that but I do believe that it takes a good while to make a habit but if you make a commitment to something and you stick to it for like I think it's like a week you start to kind of like get used to it but I think it takes 30 days or something maybe 30 days to really really, that's kind of like you're breaking like, okay, am I going to continue this habit or am I going to go back to where I'm, you know, and it's hard. Like, it's not easy. It is really hard to stick and be committed to something. Um, but this is the thing, like, look at the things that you already are obligated to or already committed to. You're committed to taking care of your kids, right? You're committed to taking care of your spouse. You're committed to cleaning the house or organizing your house and making sure your house stays clean. Like you're so committed to these other things. It is easier for you to commit to something for somebody else. So like your kids, like you commit to your kids, like that's easier than having to commit to something that, you know, doesn't. I don't know, like, as for prayer goes, like, I want to kind of implement prayer here, like the commitment 
um, that you have to praying is to have that full, transparent relationship with God, knowing you can come to him when you need him, but also coming to him and Thanksgiving and all these aspects, right? What is keeping you from being committed to that? And so when you start to realize what is it, what is it that is keeping me from being this self-disciplined person that I know I am? Because look around me. I'm committed to this. I'm committed to that. You know? And so when we start committing ourselves to other things, like worldly things, and, you know, and we forget that, hey, you know, we should probably be committing to God and praying with him, you know, praying to him and asking him to come into different parts of our lives because that's what he wants. He wants to be a part of our lives. And so when we start to realize that there's this full commitment, we there's, and I, I wrote down three categories. So when we realize that we have this full commitment of prayer in our life, we have this attitude of an all-in, full discipline, Jesus-loving, like pouring out, you're pouring out, not only you're pouring out to other people, but you're also pouring out in your life. And God is showing up where he says he's going to show up. Um, so when we become, and I kind of went backwards a little bit and this is the reason why I want to go backwards because I want to show you what it looks like to be fully committed and to be all be like all in full discipline in prayer, finding that finding that time, that intimate time with God throughout your day versus what it looks like when you're not being disciplined. Usually what happens is I'm going to go in the middle Usually what happens is we become lukewarm, right? When it comes to prayer life, like we come lukewarm. We'll do it a little bit and we're like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to do it for a little bit. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be committed. I'm going to do it for like 30 days. Let's say you just, you make a goal and you say, I'm going to do it for 30 days. And then you make the, for example, like, let's say you make, a 30 day challenge for yourself to pray. Now there's a lot of apps out there. I love the Bible app. It's amazing. I'm actually doing a 21 prayer um, challenge, which is really cool. If you want the, if you want the deets on, <laughs> you want the deets on that. If you want like the resource for that, I'll go ahead and put it in the, um, I'll go ahead and put it in the description for you. That way you have that resource. This is also going to be in our Facebook community uh, group too, uh, because I think this is a great, great challenge. And I think I might actually challenge you <laughs> um, to do the 21 challenge prayer challenge, because I think it's important. Like after, a, I would go for 30 days, but after a while, and this is what happens. And I noticed like this, what's, this is what happens when you commit to something for a certain amount of time, Right. You'll start to do it, you know, you'll start to do it and you're like, oh, this is great. And then something will happen, right? Something like, I don't know, like, I don't, like for me, something will happen. And this is the way the enemy works. 
Like he works this way. And if you understand how the enemy works, he works in this way. Like he will put every obstacle in your way so that you will not commit to having that relationship with God. And this is what will happen. You'll be doing great. You're going, you know, you're going to Bible study. You're, you know, you're doing a Bible study. You're doing reading. You're reading your word. You're praying with God. You're in this, you're just in cahoots with him, right? Like you're just, you have this full landline access to him, like full all in full discipline. And you've been doing it for a week, right? Then bam something bad happens, right? Let's say you get into a car accident. Hopefully not, but I'm just going to put it out there. Like maybe you, maybe it's not even that big, like, right? It's not even that big. So let's, let's just narrow it down. Let's kind of like make it small, smaller, smaller than an accident, right? Because I would not like wish that on my worst enemy because that's horrible. Like, I've actually had that happen where everything's going great and then boom, something like that happens. And, and it's just life, right? Life happens. But let's say, let's, let's make it on a smaller scale and not so, not so dramatic, I guess, but <laughs> let's get all a smaller scale. So let's say you're deep diddy going along and you're fully committed and you're in this relationship with God. And then let's say... I'm giving an example. Um, what is something like not really bad, but something that might kind of give you a roadblock? Because that's a roadblock, right? We have all these roadblockers. Um, let's say like you're going good, you're getting up early, and then suddenly like either you become down, you come down with like a cold or something, or maybe you just feel maybe you feel like a little worn down a little bit. Cause I think sometimes this happens to all of us. Like we get to a point where like, yeah, we're all in, we're fully committed and blah, 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 blah. And then we get like a, a bug or something like we get sick or something. Um, or one of our kids gets sick and for example, so I, I can give you a really, really good example. So was it last week? I think it was last week. I end up having my, uh, my son got sick and my husband wasn't home. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was like nuts, right? When we're like fully all full in committed, I swear the enemy is just lurking around the corner, right? So my husband was gone out of town for work because he leaves, he leaves a lot. So he was out of town, out of work and he left and I get a phone call from the nurse that day, like the day after he left. Right. And she's like, Oh, well, your son's complaining about a sore throat. And I'm like, Oh, great. Now I got to go pick him up because you know, the whole COVID thing she gave, she did the test or whatever. And so it took forever to get the test back. And I had to take him into the doctor because I wanted to make sure it wasn't strep throat. So I took him in. Thankfully it wasn't strep throat. I was like, Oh, thank Goodness, it wasn't strep throat. However, he was home for four days and the teacher had nothing for him to do. And so let's just say he's 10 years old. So my son, my youngest son is 10. And I'm sitting over here trying to work 
and I'm trying to, you know, get things done. And I'm telling you, I could not work for three, four days because he is the baby, of course. Like, he's the baby of, of the family. And I, I have to say I kind of do baby him sometimes. But he's still 10 and I'm like, there's things that I still kind of do for him. And so like I'm cooking him lunch, I'm cooking him breakfast, you know, like I'm being a mom, right? I'm just being a mom because he's home, he's sick, he doesn't feel good, you got to take care of him. I don't care how old your kids are. If your kid is sick, as a mom, mom instinct, you want to take care of them. So like he was home and I know I'm like going into this whole story, but I wanted to share it with you because I want you to understand. I was in the middle of coming up with my next episode. So, and I was actually working on launching this podcast. And so like, as I was launching this, when I was trying to work on this podcast and launch it, here he is at home and I'm like, oh, the enemy has just really struck again. And so like, I literally was like, Lord, I need the serenity to, you know, understand the things that I can't change and to have the patience that I needed. And I just started praying and I was like, Okay. All right. We can do this. Right. So like stuff like that happens. Right. So when life happens, when we get into this place of, you know, oh, we're doing so well, we're getting things done. We're praying, we're doing all this. And then boom, life happens. Right. And then we stop doing what we're doing. God doesn't want us to stop doing what we're doing. He doesn't want us to stop seeking him when life kind of hits the fan. Right. So there are three, so I, this is the thing, like I did this chart and I hope I'm not going over time. If I am, I do apologize. I kind of am and I have a lot to get to. <laughs> this is like jam packed. Like I'm telling you, like this is some good stuff. And so when I talk about lukewarm is when things happen and circumstances happen to you and then you just kind of scale back and you don't do it as much. Um, when you're all in and you're full discipline and you're fully committed, it doesn't matter what comes your way, you still do the things that you need to do. And the only way you can do that is through the Holy Spirit. And so if you believe in God and you believe that you have the Holy Spirit in you and you know he's on your side and God is working on the throne and he is there, you know for a fact that you're fully committed, you're going to still be fully committed, right? You're going to be all in at all times. It doesn't matter what's going on in circumstances in your life. You're going to be all in. So when we're only a lukewarm and we're only halfway in, it could seem that we're, we're doing the things that we're doing, but then we're scaling back. And then when we don't have any discipline, we're avoiding it. We're totally avoiding it. We don't want to do it. We have excuses lists of excuses of the, you know, of like papers and papers of excuses. So then we just avoid it. We avoid it because it doesn't, we don't feel like there's, and you might be listening to this and you're like, well, I pray, but like, I don't avoid praying, but I'm, I feel like I'm kind of in the lukewarm part of it. And you want to be on fire. You want to be all in. You want to have that all in full discipline I just want you to scale where you're at and where you want to be like right now. So I want you to scale where you want to be. 
um, with becoming disciplined and three areas, areas of prayer. So, and I'm going kind of over and I apologize in a hand, but I'm telling you, this is really good stuff. And these, these episodes are probably going to be at least 45 minutes long. So the three hour areas to scale in your prayer life is number one, starting to want to pray. So, or praying more. So which one are you? Are you starting out to pray, pray, starting out praying to God? Or do you want to pray more? Do you want to be, do you want more of prayer life? Number two, going deep. How are you going deep? Like ask yourself, how am I going deep? How can I go deep? How can I go deeper? And we're going to kind of go into like, how can we go into a deeper relationship in our prayer life in the next episode? Um, and how we can be disciplined in that. Um, that's going to be the next episode. We're going to kind of go, I'm, we're actually going to go deep into prayer and how we can do that. And I'm going to give you some applications to help you go a little more deeper in your prayer life. Um, I got some tips and tricks for that. So number three, full on, always in tune with Holy Spirit. So are you full on? You're always in, two feet in, jumping out of the boat, into the water, tune in with the Holy Spirit. Are you like always like that? Like, are you fully committed? Are you all in, full discipline, committed? Do you want to be all in, full discipline, and committed? So what you're going to do is you're going to scale your prayer life and where you're at. Are you just starting out? Are you going, are you going deep? Do you want to go deep and are you on fire or are you all in? Are you in the all in full discipline category or are you just lukewarm? So scale yourself, see where you're at and see where you want to be. So you're going to kind of split it in two and I'll give you the chart and our, it's one of our free, it's going to be one of the free resources and one of the templates into our Facebook community page or group. And so you'll get that at the end of this week. I'm, I'm going to upload everything on Friday. That way you have it and you, this chart will be in there and it'll help you fill it. You can print it out. You can fill it out. It's going to be amazing. And it's going to help you scale where you want, where you're at and where you want to be in your prayer life. So how can you stick to commitment of prayer daily, even when you feel like you just don't have enough time. So how can you stick to a commitment in prayer? Um, how, like, how do we stick to that? So we all have, and I'm going to go into three ways and then I'm going to go into some scripture. I hope I have enough time. Hopefully I got, I got 10 minutes. So here we go. So I'm going to give you three ways that you can take today to find more time to pray. And this is the application part. And I'm going to give you guys some charts and stuff. Um, but I want to kind of go over that you, I kind of want to say this, you do have time. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to go grab the time inventory sheet that I'm going to be putting in our Facebook community page group. It's totally free to you. Go grab it, 
And I want you to take one day out of your week. So take one day out of your week um, and write down the times from when you wake up to when you go to bed and you're gonna write down in 30 minute increments. And I have a little video in the group to kind of show you how to fill it out. Um, but there are 30 minute increments. I can also do a 15 minute increment if you want. Um, but I think I will probably leave it blank for you, not putting the time slots in for you, let you fill that out because if you're looking at the time and you're like, well, I don't like doing 15 minute increments, I don't like doing 30. So you can fill it out and it's tailored to you. Um, so what you're gonna do is you're going to start when you wake up. What are some of the things that you do when you wake up? Um, and then you're gonna, you're gonna go throughout your day, you're gonna observe times when you were on social media, when you were watching TV, when you were scrolling, um, scrolling through in Amazon, Amazon, trying to purchase stuff. Like you're gonna go through your day and you're gonna find your, what I call our time wasters. So you're gonna find, and you're gonna calculate how many minutes to the hour, how many minutes you have seen in your day where you observed your time wasters. And so that is my number one thing that I'm giving to you is that you're gonna go grab the time inventory sheet in our Facebook community group so you can track a, a day of observing where your time wasters are going to, to and to be able to calculate those hours and those minutes of your day where you're wasting time. Like this could be like you're scrolling through Facebook, you're scrolling through um, Amazon trying to buy stuff or maybe you're checking your email or you're checking your phone or you're watching TV one of your favorite uh, TV shows. So go grab that sheet. Like it is a, it is such a great tool and resource for you. Um, number two, try waking up 30 to 30 minutes to an hour earlier than normal time you wake up. Do not hit the snooze button. Please don't hit the snooze button. Um, do this at least for 30 days. Yeah, I know. Who likes to wake up early? But if you find if if you are finding ways to implement prayer and change in your life, sacrifices might be needed here. So for for you to really really hone in the fact that that the fact that you just need to find more time. So it might be like, oh, I'm gonna wake up. 30 minutes early, maybe it's even five or 10 minutes. So if you could do five minutes in increments, that, that would be totally okay with me. So just take it slow, just take it slow. If you have to start with five minutes, start with five minutes. Which brings me to my number three uh, way is take five minutes to ask God to thank him. Um, having gratitude is you, Having gratitude brings you so much joy. And it's the small things. When you start to say thank you, Lord, for the smallest things, it can help you work your way up of having more prayer time with him. Because you start, to, it's like it's like this light bulb. You start to feel 
the gratitude and it gives you a better attitude. I, I know that, <laughs> that totally rhyme. When you have gratitude, it gives you a better attitude. I love that. Um, I think I might actually put that as my, uh, my little sign across my, my desk. So I think when you have more gratitude in life, you have a better attitude. And so that's just kind of where I'm going to leave that at. And because I want to kind of go over them some scriptures and talk about some scriptures because I'm a big, big, big believer that if you're ever going to learn anything, you got to learn it from the Bible. And so I'm going to go ahead and go over some scriptures and then we're going to wrap up and you're going to go grab those uh, templates in our Facebook community page, which is called um, Pursuit God with Purpose, Spouse Strong. You want to go over there and grab those, those, um, templates. So definitely go and grab those. So we're going to talk about some scriptures, some, um, Bible verses that I thought was really, really, really good when it comes to self-discipline. Um, and I'm probably going to go deeper in another series about self-discipline. And I think, cause I think self-discipline is everybody's issue, right? Um, so that might be another series for another time. I might just go ahead and pin that and we can talk about that at a later date. All right. So I wrote down to Timothy, which I'll read it to you because, um, I forgot to put the, uh, the actual verse. <laughs> I actually forgot to put the verse down on here. So it's two Timothy one seven. And it says, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So if we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit, our discipline comes from God. And we have the capabilities of being disciplined in our prayer life too. So when we believe the Holy Spirit works in within us and we believe in God, we have, we have the capabilities of discipline. So it's there. So you have the ability to have discipline to pray to him. Um, you can actually ask him to help you have discipline, to be more, to, to pray more, to come to him more. So that was the biggest one for me. I, I took a lot away from that or I took, I t there were so many takeaways with that. It's not even funny. And that's my takeaway, um, for that verse. So the next verse is Proverbs 10, 17. I'm going to go ahead and read it. Whoever heeds discipline shows the way of life. But whoever ignores correction leads others astray. I thought this was really interesting. And I also think it puts us off course. So when we have discipline to pray, we have a life of fulfillment. But when we ignore God's correction, we tend to get off course and we lead others away from God. And this was like the biggest thing for me. And this is why I'm constantly like all and full discipline and praying to him because I don't want to lead you guys away when I don't pray enough throughout my day. And so I think that that's important. If you are a stay-at-home mama and you're a faith-led stay-at-home mama, like you are faithfully committed to God and you love Jesus and you're on fire for Jesus and you're a Christian and you are also a military spouse, this part right here could be really, really hard for somebody. And this is not to, and 
a lot of these verses are not to shame us. It's to help us understand that when we are not disciplined, we, in our prayer life, we can be un- become unhappy. We can become unfulfilled. And so this isn't to like shame anybody. This is really just to get down to the deep, deep, deep understanding that prayer will give us the fulfillment that we need because one, we have the Holy Spirit. We have the capabilities of being disciplined to pray and ask God, but we also want to be in prayer because we need to ask for guidance so that we don't lead other people astray. And I think that that's important. I think that's a huge, huge importance, especially as a Christian, we have to have that type of discipline to ask God for guidance. That's a huge thing for me. And so that's kind of what I took away with that. That's the takeaway I got with that verse. And then my last verse, this one's a little harsh. This one's a little bit harsh. And you're probably gonna be like, well, why did you even write that one down? But this one also has its meaning too. And this one's Job, or, oops, I got the wrong, no, I got the right one. Okay, Job 17 and 18. Blessed is the one who whom God corrects, so do not despise the discipline of the Almighty. For he, wo- for he wounds, but he also binds up. He injures, but he also hands, but his hands also heal. And so when I think of this verse, I think of like when God corrects, corrects us, right? And tells us he wants more time and our prayers. It's really a blessing and we should appreciate him wanting to spend time with us. I can totally depend on him. 100% solely depend on him having that direct phone line to be able to talk with him directly. And so I feel like it's like this beautiful affection he has for us to want to be a part of our lives. So we should be a part of his life. Like we should have him a part of our life by praying and asking him to find light in the places that might feel dark in our life, you know? And I think that for me that this is a biggest one. And I know like this sounds like really, really harsh. Like he, well, he hurts, he hurts, but then he, you know, he heals all wounds or whatever. I don't think it really means, and for me, and I don't, maybe I'm wrong and maybe I don't know, but I don't think for me, it, this, it's like a negative con, you know, it's not that negative thing. I think it's a positive thing because I see it as wow, like God truly loves me enough that he wants to bless me, but he also wants to be part of my life and heal the things that are in my life. And so when I see it as that, instead of like that negative, negative, like way of looking at it, it truly, truly brings me to a better place in my life. Like it, and then once it makes me want to pray more, right? It wants me to have that open relationship with him more. And so I really hope those scriptures help you understand like what self what discipline looks like and how God could truly help you with that and and how he can help you that with that by 
enabling yourself to pray more in life. And so we're going to kind of wrap it up. I know I'm like over my time. Yep, I'm over my time. <laughs> so it is truly a beautiful relationship with God when we take the time to pray to him and talk to him. I really hope that this episode gave you a jump start to find more time to pray in your life because I really, really hope that it's blessed you in some way. And if this episode has blessed you or maybe it's helped you in some way, just go ahead and subscribe to it and listen in on to the next episode because the next episode we're going to talk about um, going deeper in your prayer life and how you can go deeper. And I'm going to give you some applicable ways to do that and also some freebies. Yes, I love some freebies, right? Um, I'm also going to give you some freebie templates that are is in our Facebook community um, group. This is a community of other stay-at-home moms who are military um, spouses that are faith-driven mamas. Like, we are Christians. We're on fire for God. And this is a support place for them. This is a place where you can go and you can get accountability. You can go and really get the support that you need and the, and, and not only like support, but we have a, it's really cool. Like I just noticed this the other day when I was in the group, we have a prayer request button that you can go and you can put in your prayer requests and everybody can start praying for you. And so if you are really wanting a community of women who are on fire for God, who are military spouses, who are Christian, on fire for God, and want more of a niche of community, this is the, the place for you. Um, and I give you all different types of resources. We do discussions. And I'm actually going to be doing a giveaway. So I'm going to give away... A, um, I'm going to give away, I'm going to do a giveaway here in a month and I, I'm going to try to do monthly giveaways to kind of get you guys to go to the Facebook group and sign up and, um, also be able to, to get this podcast out there. Cause I think that this podcast could pretty much help somebody if, you know, if you guys do reviews and that's the only way we can make the world better is if we, do these reviews and be able to push up podcasts like this. So, um, if you are, uh, if you have been blessed by this podcast, just go ahead and write a review, share it with a friend or a family member. You know, maybe, maybe you have a family member or a friend that she is a mama. She's a stay at home mama. She's also a military spouse and she's a Christian and she really wants to hone in on how she can have and pursuit God with being purposefully. This is a great group for, for her. So, she, or this is a great podcast and Facebook community group. So go and share it with her and bless her. And I really hope this blessed you today. And I am so excited to get to episode three. And so I will be talking to you guys soon. All right. Have a great and wonderful day. Bye. Hey friends. Thank you so much 
for joining me and being here and just hanging out with me today and listening. I hope today's episode inspired, empowered, and equipped you today in some way. If it did, could you do me a favor? Can you head over to the Apple Podcast and write me a review? It would be so helpful for other military spouses to see this podcast and to be able to hear it so that they might truly need it. Thank you so much for doing that. And thank you for those who have written a review and truly means the world to me. Because of you, others are able to make their lives better and we're all able to change the world. Also, if you're looking for a connection, a place to hang out, you should join our Facebook community called group called Bouncing Back Spouse Strong, where you can find a great supportive community of military spouses who are also learning how to bounce back together with mentorship in, in our Facebook group. Also, we have lots and lots of freebies yes freebies that is and training goodies in there that will help you along your resilient building journey if you also have a topic or a question you would like to share with me you can email me at spousestrongmama at gmail.com this was so great today and i really hope it blessed you in some way so until next time y'all bye